Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, let's impact another leader tonight in Jesus' name. You and your temptation are not unique. My leaders, the temptations that you face and have ever faced in your life are not unique. They are not special, which means somebody else has been through the exact thing you're struggling with. If you're listening to this podcast today, I want you to come out of this message knowing that you have authority over your temptation. This is your host, certified life coach, Mike Jaja. You are now tuned into the We Are Leaders podcast, broadcasting all the way in New York City. I don't know where you are around the globe. But I do know if you're tuned in to this, you are a leader. And what I want you to take out of this message today is, is power, ownership, authority, decision, control over your willpower. It's very important that we get this message because we don't talk about the fact that your temptation is not special my temptations are not special these things have been written about a long time ago old age wisdom there's no unique scenario under the sun my leaders today as I left the crib and went to the forum coffee shop Funded by the Barack Obama Foundation. When I left to go feed tonight, shout out to the chef over there at the Forum of Columbia University for giving me goods. I mean, we had some good sandwiches today to take out to the homeless. It was a blessing. It was such a blessing. I mean, six, seven packages of sandwiches. I mean, good with like that type of, I don't even know what type of bread. Shabbata bread? <laughs> like a Shabbata bun? I mean, oh, did I want to bite? Absolutely. I absolutely did want to bite. Not for me, for the people. And a salad was packed. Oh, it was just such a beautiful delivery. The beauty in this was as I'm holding the bags today and it's so funny when you start something, you don't know who is going to be able to help, who is going to want to contribute and just to hold those bags in my hand today and I'm going out and I'm going to some of the regulars that I go to, I'm thinking in my, in my mind leaders, how God will use our vessel Literally, this temple of God, which is this body, and use the Holy Spirit to guide us and lead us. And as I'm 
holding these bags and my this stuff was delicious i'm hungry i'm starving but i'm like this is not for me i'm not gonna take what's not mine even though i want to grub on this food let's not lie to ourselves and i'm holding this bag and i'm just thinking to myself i am legitimately right now a vessel i get to hold all of this abundance in my hands that somebody is going to receive tonight seven people are going to receive tonight Plus the three extra cookies. I get to hold this abundance. And it just made me visualize how God uses you and I. How he uses you. You may have this abundance of blessings that you just have to. You don't even have to try. It's just it was given to you and you just got to give it out. And it's going to continue to be gifted to you because God knows that you are going to use it. You're going to just give it out. It's not for you to house. It's not for you to hoard. We don't need to hoard the gifts of God. They come to us flowing in abundance. We only need to use them and give them away. That's what this care package did for me tonight. Recognize there's so much abundance and resources that we get. But like we talked about detachment about two, three podcasts ago, detach yourself from the thinking that this is yours. Anything is yours. No, we came here without it. We'll leave without it. And I want to tie that message in because I bumped into one individual in particular when I delivered, I think that which was the second sandwich or the third sandwich. And I bumped into him at a grocery store, this homeless guy, very positive motivated guy and he mentioned addiction Ooh. immediately when I, he mentioned addiction i just thought about the book the power of habit author charles doug and it's a book i haven't finished reading completely i need to read every single chapter i've read a few about three to four chapters but i'm gonna go back reread the whole thing i felt the spirit telling me jaza you need to you need to really read on habits and addiction and he just the homeless man got into a topic of how hard it is for him to get over his addiction how difficult and how people don't empathize with addicts they just think that they can just change overnight he said i can't he said i can't I can't get over my addiction. No, I can't do that. Mm-mm. People, they, they look at me and they just look down and they just think it's so easy. If it was easy, everybody would get over addiction. My ladies, he kept talking. And I kept listening. Everybody would get over addiction. I see people here, and not only are they addicted to drugs like myself, but there's people who go out there, they're addicted to cigarettes. Not only are they addicted to cigarettes, they're, it's a Friday night, they're addicted to alcohol. Around here drinking right now, you could be addicted to anything. My addiction is not any different it's all around me i've tried to give it up from time to time 
But I got these demons that I got to let go of. And every time I stop, these demons multiply. I'm just battling demons. And as I looked at him, I just wanted to get in his shoes and empathize for him. I said, man, I'm addicted to coffee. I'll be honest. I got to have my coffee, man. Anything which brings about a stimulus is a drug. I say, yeah, I'm addicted to I'm addicted to coffee. That's my thing. And then I started to kind of talk to him a little more as I took out the food. And this is what hit me when we started talking about addiction. And, you know, addiction also is this trigger. You know, if certain things happen, boom, it triggers this reaction, this cue, which leads to a routine, which then leads to a reward. And this is what Charles Doug speaks on in The Power of Habit, which I'll dive into deeper in another podcast. But what touched me was the fact that this was a portion of my Bible reading this morning. Uh, Paul talking to Corinth, Church of Corinth, and as he is speaking, he talks about, and this is in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, how all the great men in the Bible who were, be, who were baptized and ate of the same spiritual meat. That's what he says specifically. And drank the same spiritual drink. You know, the rock was Christ. Drank the same spiritual rock. Let's talk about Jesus. And, but many of them, 1 Corinthians 5, chapter 10, verse 5, but with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Neither be ye idolaters as were some of them, as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now, I'm going to explain all of this. Now all these things happen unto them for ensamples and they are written for our admonition. Upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed, lest he fall. There had no temptation taken you, but such as is common to men. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. My leaders, your temptation is not unique. 
There had no temptation taken you, but as such as is common to men. These things, Jesus, give me the words right now to speak on this. Give me the spirit to speak on this. My leaders, these things, this sense of temptation that seems so frustrating and so new, my leaders, this is the common human existence this is our experience we are going to deal with these things they're going to come in our lives my leaders i understand that it's easy to subject ourselves to the addiction and just succumb to the flesh and the reason why the word gives you these examples of great men is because i mean literally you have great men even spiritual men who they fell victim to temptation. And what this is saying, my leaders, is that God is so faithful that even though because of this flesh, we're going to face certain temptations, he has still, he has still provided you and I with a way to get out of temptation. Literally to flee temptation. There's always in every scenario you've been in. And part of that is your, our will. Whenever we're tempted, a lot of times this hits us in a place that we don't have the best control over at times. Typically, especially if we're addicted it's just a trigger, react, trigger, boom, react, trigger, boom, react this way. Temptations work like that. It triggers something, boom. Many times if we're not trained in how to flee the temptation, when that trigger hits, boom, going to react. For the drug addict, boom, it gets that cue, uh, I got to go get this drug. Or I got to go to the routine so I can get this reward, which is this high. Alcohol, boom. The cue, I want to drink. Probably a long day at work. It's the weekend, boom. Routine, hit that bar up. Maybe the association is, you know, social drinking maybe with friends. Or maybe you're doing it by yourself. Reward, numbness of pain, low inhibition. Numbness of reality. Tipsy. A different state than your normal state. Boom. Coffee. I love my coffee, y'all. So shout out to the coffee drinkers listening to this. Q. Boom. Some of us want the caffeine. Boom. My Q, I just get excited about even thinking about coffee. I want that. I want that energy. Ah. I want that energy that coffee gives me, That uh, the feeling also, not even just the energy, because I don't like to just drink any coffee, but I like the taste. I like the feeling and I like the taste. I like the warmth. It feels like almost like I'm drinking hot chocolate. Boom. Cue, go get that coffee. This is just a routine. Mix it up. Put the four honeys in the coffee. Mix it up. My reward, warmth. I'm hugged by this coffee. Elevated state. I get to be productive. That's my addiction, coffee. 
But with every single temptation, God has given us the ability to flee. He's given us the ability to resist, the ability to think of something other than the temptation that we're currently being faced with. It's a point of will. Making a decision is one, but a point of will. And I want to talk on this in another podcast and dive deeper in how to change your cues and implement a routine and how to create this diagram that's going to work in almost every part of your life. But for the sake of this, for the sake of just talking about temptation, Paul makes a argument that my leaders... The beauty in resisting, because it's not new and your temptation is not new, there are so many, not only biblical examples of people who have fallen to temptation, but these, these examples are there so we don't have to take this tank, the same steps, the same route. And we, a lot of times in our lives, depending on how you grew up or who you're in communication with, you see the results of some of the people in your close circle, whether it's family, whether it's friends, and you see the results. You see the example. And we talked about comparison. It's not right to compare yourself amongst ourselves. This is different from comparing yourself, but using an individual as an example when it relates to temptation, something you want to get out of. So the difference is with comparison, it's not like you're comparing your ability to get out of this temptation versus somebody else who may be more adept to get out of a temptation. But you're analyzing a process very different. Now you're being a viewer. You're just watching. You're being very analytical. Hmm. This is how they got into this predicament. Or they keep getting into this. I may be doing the same thing. What if I can use their example. Because I didn't like that outcome. And try a different route. Let me create my own hypothesis. And let me go elsewhere. Let me see if this will work better for this temptation. And when you have examples of so many, so many times for one temptation, we will have an array. If you read the word, you'll see every type of temptation right in front of you. But if you don't read the word, some of my leaders don't read the word. But you have people. God has placed people in your life. Use these individuals as an example to help you make more sound decisions when it comes to fleeing temptation and it's one is to know yourself when are you more predicated to go towards things that are tempting you what are your weak moments throughout the day certain moments where i'm just tired and i'm fatigued and i know i shouldn't be engaged in certain dialogue i know i shouldn't be up at certain times my flesh is weak and this is when the enemy sneaks in 
or this type of distraction pops up out of nowhere when I'm trying to focus. This is how the enemy tries to step in, my leaders. This is we need to notice. First and foremost, what brings the triggers? What brings the cues? If it's a friend who is doing a certain thing and you're around them all the time and this thing is triggering you, trying to stop and not partake in whatever they're partaking in is most likely going to be extremely difficult because now you're not really making it easy for yourself. Yes, you have a decision and you have a willpower. But you're not necessarily making it easy for yourself to get out of that situation. There's two, there's not many more steps you need to take other than the initial one that's going to lead you to the very thing you're being tempted with. You want to make it as difficult as you possibly can with as much steps as possible when it comes to dealing with temptation. Easy access to certain things puts you in the wrong predicament. <laughs> it puts you in the wrong predicament. It puts you in the wrong predicament. I remember there was a route back in college when I was in Houston where after a long day and I had to go to work, there was a route that I took to work. Or there's a route that I even took back to the apartment. And in that route, there was the daiquiris to go. They accepted the card, everything, the whole nine yards. And taking that route wasn't great because I didn't have to try to get this daiquiris to go back when I used to drink. All I had to do was make a quick left, boom. They already knew my order. But the extra in there, boom. The route didn't do me any justice. Because even though I wanted to not get the daiquiris to go, part of me, being in that weak state, wanted, still wanted to go. There's a part of you that wants to stop. And then there's that always the part of you that falls short is that part of you that's like, yeah, man, you can be as mentally focused as you want you can say you can claim you have this willpower but i know when you're feeling weak i know how i'm going to get you there's a part of you and all of us that that's the portion that can fall short that's the portion that can speak to you when you're when you've made it easy for the enemy or that dark side of you to win Temptation speaks to that dark side of you that wants everything that temptation has to offer on the table of opportunities. It's that dark side of you. We all have it. And we're looking to pretty much discipline this area in our life. That's what we're looking to do. And so just know it's not special. And if you struggle time and time again, there's help you can get. There's examples you can look at, but this will help you significantly, my leader, in understanding that there is an opportunity, and there's always an opportunity provided by God that will allow you to flee the temptation. And not even only flee, like it says, able to bear it. Think about bearing something, like endearing. Going through something even though the pain is there. Something is in front of you. You may be addicted to drugs and it's right in front of you. But you have the ability to bear.
bear it. Like this is tuning into God's word now and just understanding that you have this and just thinking, God, I'm suffering right here. I'm in the midst. Now I can't go nowhere. I don't want to move. Heck, I can't even leave this house. But this thing is here. It's narcotic. This smell, this alcohol, this woman, you know, how do I flee? But it's to know and have that in your mind that you have the ability to bear this thing. You don't have to succumb to the dark side. You don't have to succumb to your flesh or the habit. You don't have to. It's a decision. It's a decision. That's why it's about making a firm decision and a commitment. Because that commitment will predicate your next actions. When you make that commitment, you sign that document. You hold yourself accountable. You tell others. This is going to make you stay committed. Because now you don't want to let down yourself. But also, we rather, we'll let down ourselves in silence all the time. But we don't want to let down others. Because we want to look reliable. We want to look the. Literally, we want to look like somebody somebody could depend on. And if we're making commitments and we're stating these claims, but we're not living up to it, we don't we don't we look like crap. Nobody can trust us. And so we want to make these commitments when it comes to the things of our addictions as well, too. We got to start to tell people about certain things. If you're in a committed relationship and you're tempted by every beautiful woman that comes your way, my leader. Or ladies as well. You need to start proclaiming. Like I'm in a relationship. Let that person know. The person may not know. And it's tempting you and triggering you. And then you slip up. When you could have just been 100 with that person. And said I'm committed. And see if those advances are still moving forward. And know that this is not a person you want to be around. They have no respect for you. Or if you're around people and you tell them, yo, I'm not, I'm not smoking with you no more. I'm not doing that. Like, this is not me. You know what I mean? And they still offer you. You got to understand, they don't respect you. It's, it's, they don't respect your opinion. And the fact that you made this commitment. They're still offering you the bottle of Henny. <laughs> they still offer you the bottle of Henny you told them you started drinking six months ago. These people don't respect you. So there's many ways to avoid and flee when we speak up. And it's hard because we don't think that we can stay firm on a commitment. But if we, we declare other people, certain people in your life will they'll make you commit. They'll hold you accountable. And you will not want to disappoint. So to flee, my leaders, we go to God. And we also ask for help. Create a place that allows you to flee. And if it's not in your environment, at least a place in your mind. You got to speak up about some of the things that you want to actually run away from and you don't want to go back to. This is powerful. God has made a way. God is faithful. This means... If God is faithful, who will not allow you to suffer, who won't suffer you to be tempted above what you are able to be. Like, what? You keep going back to that same thing over and over. And God is like, yo, bruh, (laughs) 
I've given you the ability to bear it. And choosing to understand that allows you to understand your power, allows you to understand your strength. You don't got to be manipulated by your enemy. Heck, you don't need to self-sabotage and manipulate yourself to begin with. As I talk to you, I'm talking to myself. And just to relate to the homeless, you know, that guy specifically never took ownership. He just said one day, but it's like, when is that one day? And I can't wait to see him again with another meal, just have another conversation. Just to know that at some point in time, you have to recognize your cues and what keeps triggering you. It may take years. I get it. You know, this may not be an overnight process. But for some, I've seen it's overnight. It's instant. When they want to change, they change. Boom. So it's possible. You just got to be that convicted. But at least know your cues and what triggers you. And what's going to get you tempted, know them so you can look at them before they, you know, so it's not like you don't know what's triggering you. That's the scariest place to be. What is triggering this temptation? No. Be aware. Pray to God. Ask for discernment. Ask for clarity. This is important, my leaders. What temptations have you on a place where it's a stranglehold, it's bondage? Let's choose today to declare that we are not going to remain tempted in the same areas that keep us falling short of the calling God has placed in our life. My leaders, you have the ability to bear it. Your temptations are not unique. My leaders, let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. For guiding these leaders across the globe to your platform, your life coaching, to just speak in their spirits, stay strong. There are leaders right now who are dealing with certain temptations, things that they want to get over, leave behind, leave in the past, stop doing certain things they want to start doing. But they're having trouble bearing. They're having trouble remaining consistent and staying out of the very things that have continuously been tripping them up these years of the past father they only ask to continue to move forward so father today i just ask that you just pour into their life in jesus name pour into their spirits pour into their souls the ability to know that you are a faithful god you are taking care of the circumstance you are taking care of their scenario you are allowing them to become in this process of having to bear, you are showing them where their heart is and where it can be healed, where it can be taped, where the bandages need. And you're not necessarily breaking them down, but building them up, Father. You are building us up. And we know that when we continue to connect with you, just like the man in the Bible, there is no temptation that is new. That you haven't given us an example of somebody going through or dealing with. And there's people you've placed in our life who are giving us the examples. Now, we just have to take heed to the warning. Father, let us take heed to the warning of what happens when we continue to go towards temptation. Father, let us not be stuck in that realm. Free our minds. Loose us from any type of bondages. They may have us bound 
to a certain reaction when we get certain cues free us of our cues and allow us to change the routine from these cues into things that are way far more productive father we only want to be more productive and we don't want to go to the place of our our darkest lowest side this is not conducive to what you've called us to expound on in the territories of your kingdom father we only want to shine the brightest light that you have placed and bestowed within us before we were even born the thing that you ordained and sanctified us to do when we were in the belly father we just ask now and this day our life will never be the same because we were going to move with this sense of conviction that temptation is going to have to keep up or is going to be left behind father guide my leaders across the globe who are listening to the we are leaders podcast today and just grab them in the spirit and loose them from any type of temptation father today is where we break free father i pray that you also clean up the streets of new york as well and when I say clean, I mean clean the spirits and the lives that are out there for these homeless who also are coping with mad addiction because they want to cope with the realities of their day from the crack to the heroin, Lord, from the alcohol, freedom, freedom, freedom so they can have some freedom in Jesus name, Lord, bless my leaders across the globe. Our lives will never be the same today because we're choosing. To fight the battle against temptation by going towards the light that God has blessed us with. This energy, this passion, this gifts, those convictions. So Father, we pray today for healing, for strength, for power. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And my leaders, choose today. Flee temptation by knowing it's not special, but you have the ability to flee it. And I'm a firm believer that your life will be changed. We out.